Yeah. Hey, hey. Whoa. Live uh, from a Vanguard scented throw pillow. Oh. Is that something? I imagine Vanguard smells like lavender. It's yet another woke Wednesday edition of Business Pants. Joined as always by analyst hole Matt Muscardi. In today's woke data flavored meatless cucumbers called February 7th, 2024. The top 10 stories from our ESG news headline randomizer 8000. And a game <laughs> called Black Rock Says. What's that? Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's uh, like Simon ev- Says? Black it's Rock a little, Says. A little bit. So so I'll preface the, the show with the game. So what I set up is for every one of your stories, oh. I pulled something I didn't know that you were BlackRock, BlackRock voted on or came out and said, uh, not about the story, but about something adjacent to the story. And think, you're just going to guess what they said. I think the real news to our audience is that Matt is paying attention to the pre-production of our show. I think that's a miracle. Mm, that doesn't sound correct. Our show today is being sponsored by FreeFlow Analytics, the only ESG data platform to measure real board influence and diversity yes. power gaps. Matt, for those of you who appreciate our show, and I don't know why you wouldn't, because it's more... <laughs> or who you are. In one week's of show, it's, it's more analysis that probably goes on in a whole year of an asset manager. But I will tell you this, not only do I... Uh, use our database regularly, but you showed me a way today of generating a report quickly about a, a single equity so that you know you can have all the data in front of you. It's actually quite useful. And again, I am a, I am a research expert. I've been doing this for 4,000 years. I'm not just saying this. Well, I mean... I- Look, you might just be saying this. No, but I'm you not. Don't. I use our data. I use our data. <laughs> but you don't. The point is, you don't have to take Damien's word for it. And I, I mean, I can show it to you, right? Like, look, we're on a live stream, so here's what it looks like. I'm going to show you right now. Oh, one tab, I didn't okay one this. report. I know, but this is Ooh, look what it that. looks like. So if you're watching the live stream, this is what I'm talking about. This is. A, who we're doing for the proxy countdown? Yeah, tomorrow, it, yeah. different show. Deer, Deer and Company. Deer and Company. We're doing the, for the big vote. They got a vote coming up. I like when and the you, companies are called and company. I like that. Deer and Company. It's kind of yeah. Like, who do you think like a is rock in band. that company? Yeah. yeah, Elton John and guitarist. But it's got all the stats of the company. Whether what kind of board they are, who runs the this. board, the connections between the board members, a groupthink analysis. I mean, what isn't there here? Before what I get to the show, there? I will say this: uh, No offense to some of the some of our data providers include MSCI, SGAGE. No offense to either one of those wonderful data analytics provider companies, whatever they are, but. Our system is just easier for me to use on the fly when I'm doing research. It's just, it's it, a lot of it's the same data. It's just easier for me to use than going into MSCI and looking up an equity and downloading well, a PDF and all that well, nonsense. There is an advantage to yeah. looking at, I mean, we're analysts, but we're also storytellers. There's an advantage to looking at a report that was generated by a storyteller. It's just got mo- more coherence. All right, stop it. Uh, no, do I this. don't want to stop it. I want to do Let's this go. forever. Here we go. Yeah. 
Top, remember, these are the top 10 stories from our ESG news headline, Randomizer 8000. Here we go. The first one, New York Community Bank Corp. Stock slides as governance risk in focus. Ooh, what does that even mean? The New York Community Bank said on Tuesday it was looking for candidates to fill up the chief risk officer and chief audit executive positions after Bloomberg first reported about the departures a day earlier. But I ask you this, Matt. Could this be a situation where the analysts at Moody's go straight to jail in New Hampshire? Because on Tuesday, Moody's cut the bank's credit rating to junk... Ooh. And warrant a further downgrade. How do you get below? What's below junk? Like maggots? <laughs> what's rat carcass? What's below <laughs> junk? I believe so. But does wait, wait, wait. I want to tell you what they said. I want to tell you what they yeah, said. What did they say? They said the downgrade reflects Moody's views that New York Community Bank faces high governance risks from its oh, transitions no. with re- regards oh. to the leadership of its okay blah, blah blah blah. But but here's my point: is that in New Hampshire they want to pass a bill. That puts uh, ESG analysts uh, uh, into jail for up to 20 years if they do things like ESG. I got a question. Yeah. Does Moody's have an office in New Hampshire? Because, I hope not. I hope well, not. Um, doesn't, so now I guess... Governance this, risk. So this would mean that mm-hmm. if you... If the law passes, if you're working at like the New Hampshire state pension... Mm-hmm. You cannot look at Moody's report at all because no. they said the word governance, right? You can't That's look at this. The you way can't would, look at this Reuters article. You can't look at the Bloomberg article. You can't. There's a lot of going on here that that cites governance risk, including you can't listen to the shareholders because the stock's already down over ten percent. You can't because of the governance risk. You can't listen to them either. That's hard. That it's that hard. actually is hard. <laughs> it's I, hard. I mean, that's hard work to yeah. avoid all that. Well, here, let's play our game. Yeah, let's play the game, and you just, we'll try says, this. Okay, like Black I Rock want says. you to take a guess. What okay. did BlackRock say about New York Community Bank Corp's board uh, in twenty twenty three? What do they what do say? Think? Like, how do they vote? Yeah, like uh, what, what? You're put yourself in BlackRock's shoes. What do you think BlackRock thought about when yeah. they voted well, in twenty twenty three? Am I playing this game like an analyst or playing the game like a normal idiot that I am? Normal idiot, mostly. Well, I would think that if this, if all this is going on at New York Community Bank, uh, including that they don't have, there are vacancies at chief risk officer and chief audit executive positions. That's serious. That's a major governance risk. I would think that BlackRock might be sending a message to at least twenty percent of the board with a, against votes. No, you would be wrong. One hundred percent for every oh. single member of this board, well, and you knew that, but you played the game. Thank BlackRock, you. BlackRock, you know, if you bought our data, you could at least do something that I'm advocating for, which is just you could create an annual vacancy. If you think about it, uh, if the average tenure on a board is what? I don't even know, like eight years? It's, it's like seven years uh, on one board, but 14 cumulative across multiple boards. And the average board size is about eight to 10 members. I don't know. It's yeah, about yeah, that ish, range. Yeah. But So if every year you target one of these directors who's going to be leaving anyway, right? Yeah, then get rid you, of the then, lowest performer. Then you can install people who have that expertise. Like maybe this year you want to focus on someone who has, an, has actual risk expertise. Except that what it is that you are suggesting yeah. is illegal in New Hampshire potentially. Okay, but I'm and talking Black about Rock just Black avoided Rock. jail. They, They're in New York. Black Rock just York. avoided going to all right. jail. That's all I'm saying. Next story. Remember, these are just in random order. 
Matt, I ask you, has ESG finally become an adjective the way we think, the way we joke about constantly on the show? Because here's the headline out of Bloomberg. Brazil mogul wants to sell the world's best ESG chocolate. <laughs> See, our dumb sense of humor has finally gone mainstream. This is how we, this is what we do here. This is like if somebody took something John Oliver said and made it a product. <laughs> Don't do this. So this is horrible. This is about a company called Dango, and Dango CEO Tulio Landon said he believes the quality of the chocolate should be as good as its ESG credentials. So uh, there you go. I just wanted to point this out. ESG chocolate. It's a thing. <laughs> ESG credentialed chocolate is yeah. what he's saying. Let's play so, the game. So let's play the game. Dango is not a publicly traded company. Okay, not yet. Not, not currently. But um, there is uh, mention um, that the CEO of Dango said, he said that um, they, where did, he, where did he say it? Yeah, he I said, took that out. He wants them to be a, the quality as good as Lint's chocolate. As good as Lint chocolate. Lint's chocolate, yeah, which I enjoy. I love Lint. So Dark Black chocolate Rock with sea salt, says, delicious. BlackRock says what about Lint chocolate, which is a publicly traded board? Okay, I didn't know that, yeah. Lint, oh, Lint chocolate. Okay. Lint I, chocolate is public. Well, this is a bit of a curveball of a BlackRock says, because I don't really know what's going on at BlackRock, uh, at Lint. So I have no reason to believe anything bad's happening. So I'll just say uh, they don't say anything about Lint. They, they say they love everybody at Lint because it's delicious. It turns out they, they were a little upset with everybody. What? But voted for almost all of them. Oh, so well, don't, so well, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah. So here's the thing. At Lint, they voted for most of the directors. Okay. But they did pick out an against who's a member, uh, someone, uh, uh, Rudolf Sprungli. I don't know how to say anybody's name here. Well, I they, was going to ask you, did they vote for uh, Dieter Weisskopf? They did vote for Dieter. What they about Thomas Rindernacht? They did vote for okay, Thomas Rindernacht. Okay. Right. Uh, so we're I okay. Better. I feel better. But Silvio Denz and Rudolf Sprungli... Are yes. both against because they were nom committee members and they did not like the nom committee. And the nom committee chair well, was Ernst Tanner, voted against. They were unhappy. And this is what they said. They said yeah. it is that they're the ones who are responsible for the poorly structured board. Oh, so BlackRock is doing their job. They are looking at things. But let me point out a little nuance here is that actually, Matt, is that Springley and uh, Borkin were actually voted for the board, but BlackRock was really doing its job here. They don't want them on the nomination and compensation, compensation committee. They, they actually correct. have. There's an ability in this jurisdiction to to vote on the actual composition of com committees. So this is how serious BlackRock is about the data, which is why uh, all the people uh, at BlackRock listening to us now really should reach out to us. Here's the thing that's a little confusing. Mm -hmm. um, they the the remuneration is non still a non-binding vote though. Like you can put the people huh. on the committee. Swiss is a Swiss company. You yeah. can vote for them on the board. You can vote them off of a committee, but then they. You can weigh in on the composition itself, and it's non-binding. Like well, everything else is binding. Let's forget. Let's not forget that in Switzerland is very uh, neutral. Uh, they, they pretend to be neutral, so I think this is why it's non-binding. Well, my message would be for the yeah. Brazilian mogul who's mm -hmm. running Dengo, selling ESG chocolate. Do not choose Lint as your ESG comp because they're not great. On. I got a lot here. Come on. Yeah, go. Go. Next, uh, ooh, Tesla CEO Elon Musk. We talk about Elon on oh. this show. 
Uh, te- here's the headline. Tesla CEO Elon Musk needs to shut up, but Ooh, not yeah. step down, according oh, to an investor. No. I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know how that works. But this is, this is Ross Gerber. He's the CEO at Gerber Kawasaki Wealth and Investment Management. He actually tried to get on the Tesla board years ago, but failed. He said, quote, the cost of Elon's behavior is really hurting shareholders. He said, Elon is eroding the value of the brand. Uh, he also says that he needs that the board needs to confront him uh, uh, and expect so that so that Tesla gets better results. But despite all this, Matt, he doesn't want him to step down. He just wants him to shut up. How does that work? I don't understand I, well, this. Can we ask Ross to shut up? Actually, like the, the guy owns four hundred thousand shares. Yeah, that's a lot. He, he's the largest individual shareholder, I think, outside of Elon himself. Yeah, but Elon himself owns thirteen or sixteen percent of wants, the company, right? Like, he wants the CEO to shut up, but not to step down. That's that's pretty also, drastic. Yeah, he's also said that Elon Musk is a drain on Tesla's returns. Yeah, but will not sell. Or vote him out. Feels important. Like, All this feels important. What what is what is the point of you I don't know. talking? If you just gonna all you do is go on CNBC and say we own a lot of shares. We're unhappy with Elon Musk, but we continue to vote for him and do whatever he says. What's whenever, the point of that? Whenever I uh, have a Elon Musk story, I like to I like to grab a couple of other headlines that I grabbed just within the last twenty four hours, just so you have a constant perspective on Good. Elon Musk. Uh, you mean here's a two constant drip torture. Yeah, two <laughs> other stories uh, unrelated, but still Elon Musk centered. Uh, first one: Tesla sold only one car in South Korea last month. <laughs> How about that for a CEO of a car company? That's, that's pretty one good. car, one car. And then also this other story from The Guardian, SpaceX accused of sexual harassment and discrimination in ex-workers lawsuit. Former employees condemn frat-style atmosphere. There, That's what's going on in Look, Elon Musk's world. It's clear. Tesla is mm-hmm. the Activision Blizzard of cars. Mm-hmm. They make great games at Activision Blizzard, and they're horrible human beings. Well, I he bet you Activision Blizzard sold more than one video game in South Korea last month. That's true. Guess. I did hear guess. that. Well, let's play BlackRock yeah, let's says, because yeah. let's find out what BlackRock actually says. This one's important, right? This is one of the biggest companies in the world now with the loudest, most richest man running it. What do you think BlackRock says about the people who are leading Tesla? Oh, I, I would honestly, uh, I, I would think they'd be irate at this point. I mean, something has to change. I mean, there well, is so much value that could be unlocked at a company like this. It, every month, this idiot, this, this hateful, racist, anti-Semitic, anti-trans idiot is just is killing the brand, the, the value of the brand. But this In is fact, in 2023 they voted. No, I, I would really hope that BlackRock made a strong statement against at least, come on, at least get rid of Kimball Musk and maybe, and James Murdoch. They, they vacation together. Get rid of those two idiots. No? So the Kimball Musk and James Shocked. Murdoch votes happened last, uh, in 2022, because it's yeah. a classified board. Oh, right, so, yes. Another so, way uh, that Elon staggered. Musk exerts control over his company, yes. Right. They voted in 2022 for Kimball but against Murdoch. <laughs> can you imagine? I can't. Can you that imagine out. that you're an analyst at BlackRock and you vote even one time for the brother <laughs> of the CEO who has no you, expertise I, in the automotive <laughs> industry? You should quit right now. You should. Just quit your job. Just, you're at the wrong 
job. Yeah, you're not doing any enough. Honestly. You don't actually need data points for that. You, that no, one's I, easy. And frankly, I bet the public school in your neighborhood needs bright people who went to good <laughs> colleges like you. Go there, work there, become a history teacher, whatever you want to do. But you are at the wrong job if you're so voting for the brother 20, of the CEO. In 2020, BlackRock said of mm -hmm. um, Robin Denholm yeah. that she was not aligned with shareholders that she was not a good representative for shareholders they she, voted against she's her. the problem she's the she problem. was a problem in 2020 right. that was their vote but mm -hmm. in 2023 when her classified vote came back up yeah 100 for no problem no problem mm -hmm. there for elon for robin denholm and for ex-tesla founder slash worker cfo right jb straubel they also yeah, voted mm -hmm. for him so now but BlackRock has sanctioned a board with the brother, a co-founder who wasn't on the board, and a woman they said is not fit to run the board in favor of investors. All right, moving on. I want let's do this one quickly. I don't. Do I just want. Quickly. I want to plug the Harvard Law School Forum on Corporate Governance. We we are, we enjoy the blog there. This is a story from there. It's called "Voting on ESG: Ever Widening Differences." Right. All this is is. Is doing Matt is pointing out that in the U.S. the support for ESG resolutions at publicly traded companies is going down quickly since 2021. I mean, really, just very fast, like from 63 percent support in 2021 down to 48 percent in 2023, and and in Europe it has remained absolutely steady at 98 percent support. That's it. That's the that's the takeaway from this blog piece over there. So then, what, what do does BlackRock say? about their voting on shareholder proposals. Well, I you know, the the the, the simpleton in me, the, the the populist mathematician in me would assume that BlackRock support must also be down if 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 support is down across the US, right? That's my you, guess. That, I yes. mean, it's like trick math. One. You nailed it. You nailed it. You nailed Finally. the trick math. Right. Here's the headline that came out about a month ago. BlackRock stresses financial strength over ESG uh -huh. and company uh -huh. calls. Sure. They are voting against uh -huh. shareholder proposals almost uniformly at this financial point. Financial strength. That's, isn't financial strength over ESG? Isn't that like a dog? That's like a dog whistle, right? Yeah, for, the, it's, for the Texan men with guns. Uh, yes, so Larry Fink is appealing to Texas. <laughs> that's well. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, oh, Meta, Meta in the news. Meta's oversight board. Matt, Matt is in the oh, news. Oh, yeah, they have that. I Another kind of board. Meta's oversight board has determined a Facebook video wrongfully suggesting that U.S. President Joe Biden is a pedophile. I could just stop the show right yeah, there. Yeah, we need to. I mean, there's a dot. I mean, this dot, is dot. what's on Facebook. Okay, they're saying that determined that that video does not violate the company's current rules, while deeming those rules incoherent. The board, <laughs> the, right, right. The board, the oversight board, suggested that Meta update the rule to cover both audio and video content, regardless of whether AI was used, and to apply labels identifying it as manipulated. But here's the point. It, it, they're leaving the video up of the president <laughs> being a pedophile because the rule is incoherent. Instead of keeping the video off until Meta 
fixes the incoherence <laughs> of its own rule. This is the Meta Oversight Board, and I want to quickly go into the Meta Oversight Board because I, I actually discovered something interesting this morning that I didn't really know. First of all, Matt, the Meta Oversight Board is 22 members, okay? That's a lot. That's 11 a women, 14 people of color. What? So this is unlike any this any is the public board uh, ever. This is like any public board anywhere, okay? And I ask you, I have a short quiz for you. How many of the profiles of these 22 members mention any of these things? Human rights, hate speech moderation, civil Ooh. rights, role of media in society, women's rights, children's rights, LGBTQ plus rights. How many of those 22 profiles mention those things? I mean, at least half, right? Like if you're yes. going to, if you're Absolutely. going to right. like woke wash us and, and gaslight yeah. us, it's got to be at least half. 15, 15 and a 22 profiles <laughs> mention that. Okay, but here's the wrinkle, Matt, is that there's actually a, there is an oversight board of the Meta Oversight Board. It's called the Board of <laughs> Trustees, right? Oh, my my head just exploded. I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> and the trustees are responsible for, for safeguarding the independence of the board and blah, 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 right? They're, they're the oversight body of the Meta Oversight Board. And this board, Matt, consists merely of six white people. Ooh, that's so you fun. see the difference already. You see what's happening already. Well, and I want to point them out have human yeah. rights in their bios. I, I, this is what I want to point out. Unlike the Meta Oversight Board, where there are no directors of publicly traded companies, here's what's going on in the Board of Trustees. Right. The first of all, the chair is Stephen Neal. He's a director at Nvidia. There's also Maria Week. She sits on the boards of Daimler Truck and Intap. These are two companies Ooh, in our everywhere. database, Matt. In fact, in her most recent role, Marie led IBM's entry into blockchain. Oh, so I have no I idea heard, what this has to do. I, I hate that. <laughs> and finally, there's Shireen Shalabi. He is the retired chair at Rasmala, a Dubai-based investment bank and retired managing partner of Accenture's capital markets industry sector. Matt, I have no idea what, what these doing? people... Yeah, exactly. Thank you. What are we Dubai doing? A Dubai-based investment what? bank? Like, what are we doing? I, is I have over, no idea. Is the, yes. Is yes. the oversight of a bunch of people who talk yes. about human rights problems on the right. platform. And notice how the oversight board has no directors from publicly traded companies, but the board in charge of, of, of providing oversight of them, that's where you put Mark's friends. That's where friends. you put your friends. That's where yeah. you put the friends. Hey, well, look, we know that the oversight board is actually capitalized by Facebook, right? So... Yeah, and I, that's the, another disturbing part is that I looked at the charter, I looked at the bylaws, and because I wanted to know how much these members were paid. And here's the most information I could get out of its bylaws. Each member will be compensated quarterly in the amount specified in their contract. Whoa! <laughs> that's a lot How's of that information. For disclosure? How's that for disclosure? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got? Come on. What do you All got? right, here's what BlackRock says. What yeah. does BlackRock have to say about Meta and their community standards and user content? Oh God, I, honestly, I would think BlackRock would would rail against the the Facebook board annually, the Meta board annually, because it's a fake public company. It's a dictator control, right? I, I, I would think that BlackRock would. Uh, at least send a message on an annual basis that we need proper oversight at, at probably one of the world's most, not probably, at one of the world's most important companies. I would, so I would say they voted against at least half the board. 
You would be wrong. Not only did they vote for every member of the board in 2023, but there was a shareholder proposal requesting a report on enforcement of community standards and user content. That's what what, what the headline of the shareholder proposal. BlackRock voted against that report. I don't understand. Saying the company already provides sufficient disclosure. So you see what happened. I don't understand. They institute the oversight board, and BlackRock can say year in and year out, we don't need any more information because they have an oversight board that discloses. You didn't even say the part that strikes me as most egregious about this decision, which is that the video of Joe Biden that was doctored to make him seem like a pedophile was released in January of 2023, went viral in early 2023, and they ruled on it Two days ago. They, so they came out been, with their decision two days so, ago. So it's already been up 13 or 14 months. And and let's not forget that this is an election year in the U.S., so congratulations, Meta. Congratulations. You're, well you're, done. You're, you're, you're rotting the brains of our electorate. All right, moving on. Uh, here's an interesting one. This one headline's called Disney Taps Professor Ludwig von Drake to Help Teach How to Vote. Is that a, is that a real person? <laughs> okay, I watched this video. This is... Uh, on a website called VoteDisney.com. There's a huge proxy contest going on at Disney. Coming, There's two different groups coming after Disney. It's, there's Tryan Group and Blackwells, right? Uh, so this is how Disney dealt with it. They had a, a, a cute little animated video and with a duck. Te- uh, animated <laughs> I, duck. I already don't like it. Telling, basically dictating, telling the shareholders how to vote. In fact, these are some quotes from that video. Remember, it's important you vote only for Disney's 12 nominees. Okay. The duck also says, do not vote for the Tryon Group or Blackwell's nominees. Every shareholder listens to a duck. And then it said again, important you vote only for Disney's 12 nominees. And then it repeats again, do not vote for the... So the duck is telling <laughs> shareholders... They're not suggesting what the board thinks. They're telling you how to They're telling you how to vote. The duck. The duck the does duck. seem like it has some sort of glitch, as in it can only say the same thing. <laughs> what do you got? But, but Let's go to what the game. did BlackRock, BlackRock say? Does BlackRock agree with the duck or does it agree with Tryon and Blackwell's? Well... Again, I I would uh, I I haven't done a I haven't done a deep dive on Disney in the last twenty four hours, but I would say I would at least apply my ten percent rule here, right? There's probably a, a lot of over a lot of bloated CEOs on this board, right, who don't necessarily have an, have uh, expertise in in Disney's area of business. So I would say that BlackRock at least targeted one director to remove so that they could put on someone with better expertise. That's me, my guess. Uh, I really love you talking so much when the answer is just they voted for everybody. That's oh. So this is the so the board they support is the one that that, is the that famously board. bungles succession planning repeatedly. Repeatedly so, bungle succession planning so much that they can't find a new CEO. But here's this is the, the board they support. The yeah. fascinating part about these activist fights is when, if BlackRock votes for Tryon or Blackwell's nominees, aren't they explicitly saying that the vote, the the board we voted for last year, was not good? Right, because it's the same board for the most part, and they voted for everyone with no comment. So now, if they voted against somebody and for someone else, they're saying we're just realizing that the board wasn't that we liked wasn't good. What are they saying? It doesn't matter because they voted for everybody. <laughs> Let's move on. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this one. 
The EU agrees its first ever rules for ESG raters. Okay, that's the headline. Uh, ESG ratings providers in the European Union will have to be authorized and supervised by the European Securities and Markets Authority. Uh, raters will have to explicitly disclose if their ratings cover how a company's operations affect the environmental or social factors such as human rights, not just the impact of ESG on a company's bottom line. Okay. That's all I got there. But you know what BlackRock says? Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Nothing at all. They don't really comment on these things, and I think they don't care. They're, they're out of that game. They don't do any of the ratings. So, like, they buy the ratings from everybody, and then, as we can see based on their votes, casually ignore them. I don't think the world's largest owner might want to weigh in on this, though. It seems important. Uh, someone may be weighing in, but there's been no statements that I've seen. There's nothing there to see. Go right. on. Move on. Moving on. Uh... I will ask you this. Will these new rules uh, apply to former President Donald Trump? Because here's the headline. Uh, Trump says Bud Light ad was a mistake of epic proportions, threatens to release list of woke companies. Matt, Whoa, that's, that's, that's an like a rating. That's an ESG <laughs> rating, right? That's ESG He's analysis. Trump's doing the ESG. Trump's doing us. He's, he's now us. He's got to, like, you need a criteria by which you say, call something woke. What data is he using? Does he Is he buying free float analytics? What is well, he doing? I, I really do want to d dive a, a little bit into this post. This is from Truth Social, which I know no one's really ever heard of, but it's the competitor of the, I don't know why they need a right-wing competitor of a right-wing company called X, you know, tw formerly known yeah, as Twitter, but, I don't know. but they have it. <laughs> I want to go into what Trump said, though, because this is very much in our wheelhouse. He says the Bud Light ad was a mistake of epic proportions. He's referring okay. to giving a can of beer one to, a can, yeah. to one trans woman. Yeah, that happened one time. They one, to one Dylan Mulvaney. To one person, That's the yeah. mistake of epic proportions. So we're starting epic. off with a little bit of hate, whatever. Okay. Uh, but Trump says Anheuser-Busch is not a woke company. Ooh. But, but I can give you... But I can give you plenty that are in building a list and might just release it for the world to see. Why not? The radical left does it viciously to well-run conservative companies. He's talking about MSCI, I guess, and Sustainalytics, right? There's one more thing he says right he, after that. He calls them very nasty, but that's no. the way they play the game, right? He says, why not? The radical left does it viciously to well-run conservative companies and people. Which that's they don't. That's us. That's okay, right. us. It, it's true, but they don't do that. We do that. No, no. They don't do that. We do yeah, that. We're though. the only ones not afraid to actually Are talk the about the people left? who I run feel companies. radical. <laughs> um, he's, okay, now he makes a case for it. Now he, he veers off and bizarrely supports stakeholder capitalism. Okay? Ooh, I like this. Continue. He says, on the other hand, Anheuser-Busch spends $700 million a year with our great <gasps> farmers. A, a data employs, point. Employ 65,000 Americans, of which 1,500 are veterans. Uh, they've raised over $30 million and given 44,000 scholarships to, to, to families of fallen servicemen and women, blah, 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 blah. He's, what, what he's making the case is that part of the reason why they're great, Matt, is not just the bottom line that New Hampshire is obsessed with. It's because the company uh, does all these things for its stakeholders. Yes. So, no. so first of all, Trump will be going to jail in New Hampshire for being for an ESG sure. analyst, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, second of all, okay, I'm going to finish this. He says, uh, Anheuser-Busch is a great American brand that perhaps deserves a second chance. What do you think? What do you think? Perhaps instead we should be going after those companies that are looking to destroy America. Uh, so I don't know what he's referring to. The, the companies 
that are looking to destroy America are who? Is that like Apple? Because they're very woke. Is that Disney? No, is that MSCI? Yeah, well, he 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 laughed at the Disney fight. I, it must be. Who? What are the companies it, it, that are looking to destroy America? Do we know? A, anybody who has a trans person holding Nvidia? a can of something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know. Who, who we're referring to. Yeah. But what I like about this is like yeah. the the trap he falls into when we made ESG ratings back in the day because we did mm -hmm. that like yes. with our bare hands. We're yeah. in the muck of data. Yeah, I still have ratings. a little bit of um, red Play-Doh under one of my fingernails. We actually would look at data points like philanthropic activity and uh -huh. discount it because yeah. even the numbers he's suggesting, $30 million for 44,000 scholarships, right? He's mm -hmm. $700 million a year um, on a, our, our great farmers. We would, yep. we would contextualize those and say, is this even material? Is it relevant? Sure. Is it having an outcome? He didn't yeah. even do that. So he's on ESG 1.0. He's know what he is? SRI, socially responsible oh. <laughs> investing. Yeah. Either way, he's going to jail in New Hampshire, <laughs> right? It's a win either way. Yeah. Which means you need to tell me what BlackRock says about Anheuser Busch. Well, I will tell you this. BlackRock has been uh, extremely much to my chagrin has been extremely vocal about pulling away from its stance on ESG right it's it doesn't even talk about climate anymore in Larry Fink's annual letter it's just out it's out on all that game so I would think that they would be very angry at Anheuser-Busch for for dabbling in the woke wars and they would probably target some of the board to vote out so you're right but for the oh. wrong reasons. Oh, damn it. So, yeah, I'm going to give you credit, though, because they yep. did vote against a lot Partial of the credit. board because they called them non-independent directors or inadequately independent. In fact, oh, interesting. why is J.B. Straubel a yeah, straight say, four? Kimball Musk, J.B. Straubel, James Murdoch, Aaron Price, the, 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 the Delaware Chancery Court. In fact, determined that it's not an independently it's sufficient not, they, board. They said it's it was not, a joke. Like yes. the law said it was a joke. Yes. So they're doing your fiduciary job for you. And yeah. yeah. And if you need any evidence of this, BlackRock, you can either buy our data or you can reach out uh, to the <laughs> D Delaware Chancery Report and read that 200 page report about Tesla. Or read the proxy, but here you go. They yeah. when when faced with re-election of Alejandro Santo Domingo on the Anheuser the AB InBev board as a as a uh, restricted share director, they wrote non-independent director or inadequately independent board against. So I don't know. I don't know what the standard is here. It's just somewhere. Sometimes you should be super independent. Sometimes we don't care if you're the brother. Uh, let's try to wrap up this show. Uh, two more quickly. Too quickly. Five years after his infamous ousting from the co-working company he founded, Adam Newman is trying to buy back WeWork. I love this. This makes me happy. And here's a shock, Matt. Uh, but WeWork advisors have appeared hesitant to go to the negotiating table with the company's former CEO. So they're they're what? doing their due diligence. They, what? It sounds like they would vote against uh, Adam Newman on the board. On like well, I. Maybe. I don't have much of a BlackRock says yeah. here, but um, I'll ask you just a straight up question. Will BlackRock be involved? Well, I would think, yes, they're involved with everything, are they not? Yes, that's correct. They will be involved. <laughs> okay. They actually have $134 million in WeWork secured notes, which are entitled to a settlement if they settle, uh -huh. and about 102,000 WeWork shares, which is equity that would get wiped out. Well, the, 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 the scary thing is that they probably would have voted 
uh, if it had gotten this far uh, as a publicly traded company, which it didn't because Adam Newman was ousted before the IPO, I believe, they probably would have supported his uh, director candidacy, right, in the annual election. Oh, if, they're, if they're voting for, sure. for Kimball Musk and Elon Musk, they would have supported... They uh, probably would have supported the idea that his wife would inherit everything at the company. Yeah, because that was in the the the, the, was in the registration papers. Chain, the S, yes. Yeah, the S1. That if yeah, Adam Newman died, it, the, all, the, all of the power, all control would go over his wife. Speaking of which, let's end the show. Well, let's end my segment. I don't know if you have anything. I got but, one liner after this. Uh, so speaking of CEOs dying, Meta warns that Mark Zuckerberg could die at any moment. And I'm, oh. I'm not making a joke. No, I know. In the company's annual financial report, Meta warned that Zuck uh, uh, has taken to engaging in various high-risk activities such as combat sports, extreme sports, and recreational aviation, which carry the risk of serious injury and death. If Mr. Zuckerberg were to become unavailable for any reason, there could be a material adverse impact on our operations. I have a quick question. Why do... Why do they bother with all these disclosures at all? Why don't they just say one risk factor, which is you bought a company that someone else owns and runs. Everything that person does, anything that happens, anything that comes to their brain, or if they're dead, you probably lose all your money. Like, this do you also, need anything else? Isn't everything this also else sounds like This sounds like governance risk, too, right? So they're oh. going to jail in New Hampshire, <laughs> right? Don't go to New Hampshire. Doesn't well, this sound like governance risk, right? It if does the CEO dies. And, and because, like that. because the structure of the company was set up that there's absolutely no oversight, then the company's in trouble. But this sounds like governance risk, no? Speaking of, yeah. what does BlackRock say in the 2023 <laughs> yeah. shareholder proposal that Meta yeah. faced about oversight and risk well I, I le- i'm gonna apply what i've learned on the show thus far and that is this matt they don't care wow you have finally hit it on the head if i could find the answer correct yeah i would say you're correct because they oh the against. one time i got it right i don't even get the stupid sound effect <laughs> you did you got it eventually I didn't hear it, it happened eventually end, no. all right all right, um, which brings me to my little wrap-up. Why did we play BlackRock Says today? Mm-hmm. I just want to, because it's fun um, for nobody, really. Um, or we could have played it because there was this headline, BlackRock CEO Fink woos Texas after ESG spat. So Fink, who was incredibly mm-hmm. forceful in his Kabuki Larry Theater Fink, letters CEO, to founder. Larry Fink, mm-hmm. To, see, to CEOs about climate change. He called it an existential risk bigger than the financial aid crisis or 2008 financial crisis mm-hmm. without the benefit of the Fed to backstop it. Mm-hmm. So he showed up in Texas as a co-sponsor of an event with Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, who is the one who published the list of banned companies that included BlackRock. And now Dan Patrick has called Fink the king of Wall Street. So... Really, all this is about is showing you BlackRock finance is not about setting policy. It's not about an agenda. In fact, they don't care about anything. Their only policy is not caring such that they just vote with the whims of their clients. They want to look a certain way. All they want is stock go up. It's all theater. Otherwise, everything else is fake. And I want to say something that you, uh, a point that you maybe glossed over a little bit. In uh, what BlackRock voted against at Meta was this uh, was a com- they were voted against a, uh, supporting a commission 
uh, uh, oh, okay. share a proposal asking to commission an independent review of audit and risk oversight committee. That's right, so they, yes. So that seems like a very simple ask at a company that is run by a dictator, right? Who not only <laughs> controls the voting power, but according to our data, controls the influence. Uh, the board is, is stacked uh, of sycophants, blah, blah, blah. This seems like uh, uh, an easy, uh, easy yes, right? Easy support. You would think, yes. Yeah. All right, um, that's, it. that's all I got. But that's, that's all we got. That's so I, <laughs> that was a long show. Yeah. We didn't have that much this morning. We had like pre-production meetings. We weren't sure what we were going to do. Um, and that's, you weren't sure. You weren't yeah, I wasn't I was sure. sure. I'm, I, I'm exhausted. That's Hazelnut Rollis. I am your analyst whole, Matt Muscardi. We are Free Float. This was Business Pants tomorrow. We already said it, but on the proxy countdown, we are going to do for the big vote, Deer and Company. If you want to know how to vote on that proxy, it's going to be there. But we got trade wire moves. We've got proxy cage matches going on. Um, there's a lot going on. We've got vote results. So check out that show tomorrow. Otherwise, on Friday, we'll wrap up the week, and we're going to do it on the early side. So if you watch the live stream, get some coffee and watch it. Otherwise, we'll see you later. Goodbye.